Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, great to be in here with Aaron today in studio. Uh, Aaron's in the newsroom. We've got all kinds of breaking news throughout the day to probably share with you. And uh, tonight, the Bears and the Jayhawks get it on at 8 o'clock over at the Farrell Center. I'll be there. Our team will be there. Tom Barfield will be there. All of ESPN Central Texas. John Morris was headed over. I know John had the uh, the Kansas, the voice of the Jayhawks, lined up. Uh, Aaron, I would say that the Jayhawks are as desperate a team as we've seen in a lot of years. This is uh, this is pretty remarkable stuff to lose to K-State and then lose like they did to TCU the other day in a blowout. TCU goes in there to their place and blows them off the floor. They never were in the game, and then they got to turn around and come to Waco. Aaron, I don't, I don't love it for the Bears. I don't love the scenario because this is an angry Jayhawks bunch. And, uh, boy, my, my Jayhawk friends from Dallas, even, Aaron, aren't – you know, usually they're loading up and, and they're they're all heading down here for the game from the Metroplex and they're kinda like, nah, nah, we're we got something. We got something going on. We can't make the trip. Aaron, that is uh, that is very unlike the Jayhawk brethren. But I am I, I think we're gonna see an inspired effort from Kansas. And so any thought that, oh, they're down, kick them while they're down, uh I, I don't know. I think you have to come out and you have to – obviously, Baylor got away with one the other day, did not play well in that game, and they won on the road against Oklahoma. Aaron, that was – from a shooting standpoint, that was tough to watch. It just – they weren't falling, weren't really getting great shots, and they found a way to get it done. I mean, that was that was pretty amazing – the way they turned it around and then won it at the end. And Aaron, let's give let's give Jalen Bridges his due. Because what he did with about four and a half minutes left is he took over the game. He hits three straight threes, and the Bears take down the Sooners in Porter Mosier and one of the tightest golf shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way, Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I are just, we're normal guys. We're normal-looking guys, and we like a good XL golf shirt. We don't, just, we don't try to, we're not trying to, like, show everybody every facet of our body. Porter Mosier is a man in his 50s uh, who has decided to show everybody every, every aspect. You know, even Coach Self. You know, Coach Self doesn't show up looking like that. He shows up in a nice pullover. Ooh, Aaron, do you think the officials will join Coach Self tonight at the Farrell Center. I mean, that's going to be – I mean, this is going to be a – Aaron, and do you uh, – I was hoping, Aaron, if I didn't know you would show up in this AFC Championship Bengals shirt, I was hoping you would go with a whiteout. There's going to be a whiteout 
at Baylor tonight. Is there any fan base, Aaron, in the country? And there might be that loves a good letting folks know what colors to show up in. It's not even just the – it's not the administration, really. It's like the fan base. Hey, can we all wear all black? And finally they're like, yeah, yeah, wear what you want to wear. You want to go all black? Want to go all gold? Let's do a gold out. Tonight is the white out. Aaron, of all the white outs, gold outs, what looks better on TV? Do you think the white out is the best? I think the gold out looks the best for basketball. For football, I, I like the blackouts. I think that looks really cool, but – the whiteout looks cool, too, as long it's as everybody's like, on board and wearing a white shirt. I like when everybody just argues about it. It's really <laughs> frustrated, and then, and then they finally have to say, you know, yeah, yeah, y'all can do, y'all can wear all black. All right, it's the elephant in the room. We're going to be talking about it throughout the day. Cowboys lose. Cowboys stink. 19-12, to 12, they lose, and what an opportunity it was a very beatable San Francisco 49ers team. They were ripe for the for the beating. They really were. And, and that young quarterback, as, as, as well as he played at times, let's not act like he was brilliant. He made a couple of brilliant throws. But these guys were very beatable, and the Cowboys just could not do it, could not take what was what could have been a great moment in getting to the NFC title game. Think about Aaron, like how much that would have changed our lives today. I mean, like, I don't even know, I don't know what we'd be doing. I, I think I'd be doing the show. I would have gone straight to Philly and just landed in Philly and just kind of did radio and never got off the air for just 24 hours a day. That's the, that's the kind of almost the level of celebration. And then the Cowboys just fall on their faces and you can blame it on a lot of things Aaron, today at 420, we'll let our people call in if they want to. We'll let them sound off on the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. How much of this is on deck? Aaron, there will be people as we get closer to next season that start to forgive Dak and move on. I would say right now, 75 to 80% of the fan base puts this thing squarely on deck. Is that fair? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's totally fair, but I, I mean, what's he? What is he? What's that look on his face? What's he doing in the first half? I mean, you got you got Michael Gallup. You're trying to throw some route to Michael Gallup, who's not a man who gets open a whole lot. But but n- number thirty eight, Lenore, I believe his name is, just r- jumps up. I mean, thank you very much. Here's the interception. They hold him. Cowboys hold him to a field goal there. And then drive down later and, and have a chance on the 18-yard line of the Niners. And he throws another one. I, I still don't know what that is, Aaron. When you, when you see CD or in the past it's been Noah and it's late in a game or it's, it's at a key juncture in the game and you throw the ball, harem scarum into traffic. I mean, does the man, does he, does he wake up every game thinking, I, I'm Mahomes? Like I'm Pat Mahomes, I've got his arm. I, I thank you, thank you, Lord. You've given me Pat Mah- Patrick Mahomes' arm. I don't know what goes through his mind that he thinks, okay, I can fit this. And then after games, hey, one of the great post-game speakers of all time. It's on me. That's ridiculous. I'm gonna look at every. I'm gonna look at every interception. I'm gonna break down every single one of them this season. Well, you got. It's gonna take a while. Settle in, Dak. Settle in. You got 17 to, to, to go look. And, and people say, a lot of those were tipped. 
A lot of those balls were tipped. Hey, who was the second interception tipped off of? It was a Niners player. It hit him right in the chest. He hit him between the numbers. I mean, is that a tip drill? Is that a tip ball? Do we say, well, not really his fault on that. Now, on the first one, I wondered, boy, and folks at my, my house were wondering, what was the route? What was that? What's going on down there? And I, I just do not understand how at this part, this juncture of his career, he is still doing this. Now, we'll talk about that. Uh, Aaron's gathered a lot of good audio. We're going to play some of that for you. We'll hear from Mike McCarthy. This will be cathartic for Cowboys fans. This will be a kind of a therapy session. We'll, uh, we may have the angry Glenn Stretch Smith on at 5 o'clock, former Cowboys scout and coach. And, I mean, you never know who's going to stop by. Some of the announcers for ESPN tonight have been in contact with them. They may, you, you just never know. I mean, the great Fran Fraschilla, he's in town. He's probably listening to us right now. If Fran wants to, the floor is his. He can hop on at any minute. Kind of like the other day. Goose Gosselin just says, hey, I'm ready to go. And we said, okay, next segment is yours. And uh, you never know who will stop by the Matt Mosley show. But we're here for Cowboys fans, sad Cowboys fans. I get it. If you want to go off on Trayvon Diggs, for instance, that's a, that's a safe space. Aaron's shaking his head. There was a moment yesterday that they throw one downfield to Kittle. Kittle's a beautiful. He's an unbelievable player. He one-hands it. He's tipping it. I mean, in the old days, Aaron, that would have been the end of Kittle's career. I mean, that was like a he's, he's tipping it, tipping it, tipping it. He's going across the middle, and you're like, oh, my gosh, is he about to get lit up? And Diggs just kind of does an ole. Diggs is kind of like bullfighter or something. Oh, oh, I'm not going to. And there's some people think maybe he was going for the ball. I don't know what he was going to do. If he if he's there and lays a clean hit, then maybe Kittle doesn't hold on to it. He ends up just moving right past him, and Kittle collects that ball. But, you know, yesterday you can't get past the fact that the other the, – Brock Purdy from Iowa State who barely got picked in the draft – he was known as Mr. Irrelevant because he was the last pick in the draft. Aaron, is there any doubting that he outplayed Dak? I mean, he absolutely lines up in a rookie, outplays the guy that's been around seven years, has playoff experience, has had a good NFL career, other than the lack of playoff wins. I, it's, it's starting to look like the Romo-Dak era is going to finish up with, with nothing to show for it. And um, it, it's really sad because both of them are have huge talent. I'm starting to think Romo may end up being the better playoff quarterback. As crazy as that sounds, you, and you think back on those experiences, Romo had some good moments in the playoffs. Should have beaten, should have beaten Green Bay if that call, if the call hadn't been made on Dez, was ruled a non-catch. Aaron, this is uh, this is a this is a very frustrating day, and I think Jerry right now is holed up thinking, what do we do next? What is our situation with Kellen Moore at OC? Is he the right voice to keep in Dak's ear? What is what are we going to do with you know a defensive coordinator? Is somebody going to hire Dan Quinn? Is he going to be able to outfox the other people and keep Dan Quinn? I mean, does Dan Quinn want to stay? Aaron, if you've got a great defense and you've got these great players and you love them, but you got a chance to go be a head coach, and then you look on the other side and realize your offense scored you 12 points in a, in a, 
in a win-or-go-home huge playoff game. You go on the road, and you get 12 points. And you got some weird kicker who can't make anything, and he finally, Aaron, I thought it was like going to be like a Rudy moment. I thought when he made the 25-yard field goal, they were going to carry him off the field. I've never seen a chip shot field goal where the sideline erupts like that. Guess what? That tied the game 9-9. to It was a big field goal. I mean, I didn't trust him to hit it, and he hit it. Aaron, that was funny. I mean, think about that. The crowd started to the, – the, the crowd started you, – you, they, they turned it up. Think of that, like a normal 25-yard field goal, the crowd's barely even paying attention. They're making a beer run at that point. When Maher steps to – he's one of the most exciting players in the NFL. He's just one of the – he's really he really is a scintillating-type player. Oh, man. I, it's, a, it's a bad thing. And then Kelvin Joseph comes down. Aaron, he punches the ball out. It's an enormous play by the Cowboys. And I think that's when they ended up, what, with a 25-yard field goal? They couldn't punch the ball in. After that, but I, I just—it's amazing that Dak can have those moments where he'll run a keeper on like that bootleg play, and it was just gorgeous. He runs it down there inside the five-yard line. The excitement of that moment, and then the game ends as only the Cowboys could end with some kind of who's my man over at uh, over at oh man my six-man coach. It's so great around here. Call me. Let me know. Text me. What were we looking at there? You had you had Zeke playing the role of center. I think you had to claim that five of those players were ineligible, but you were going to be able to flip it back to Zeke if you completed the ball downfield. Aaron, poor Zeke, sets up, and the the linebacker just 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 pummels him. I mean, he just gets. He tries to block the poor guy. He gets knocked back into Dak. Dak completes the ball too. I think it was Turpin. And Turpin just get boom, just annihilated right away. So at the very end, it was like Benny Hill music should have been playing. Cowboys have one last play uh, on the, to their season, and that's what they did. They lined up some kind of comical clown show, and nobody even knows what it was. I mean, it was interesting. It was kind of interesting to look at. I mean, it would have been fun if it, you know, something, some aspect of it worked. It didn't work at all. And, and and they couldn't even complete a ball. Aaron, given a 20-yard completion uh, to Schultz, Schultz can't even. Aaron, you would have gotten your feet down over there. I mean, you know, we talked to sometimes people say the, the toe-tap swag or whatever that is, the toe-tap drag swag, whatever they talk about, okay? That's an embarrassment. You got a big time tied in, pretty good player, Dalton Schultz. You know, big moment in the game. You're desperately trying to do something. You throw it. They they say, okay, we'll give you a 20 yard play over on the sideline, and he's over there nonchalanting it. And then, and then of course, he didn't get out of bounds properly. If you just kind of goof your way straight out of bounds, they're going to keep the clock running. So they lost another 20 seconds there, and then they couldn't even get the punt going. I mean, this is a there's a this is a comedy of errors when you think about these Dallas Cowboys. Want to let you sound off on this? Is do you think they could ever break through with Dak, or are you done with Dak? Do you put it more on losing Tony Pollard in this game? How big a role did that play? Did the Cowboys not do enough to put people around Dak? How how big a deal was that? 
Not you know not having Amari Cooper this year. Gallup wasn't really getting it done. Then they finally had to sign T.Y. Hilton. C.D. had it all to himself. C.D. had to do it by himself. How much a role has that played in it? Give us a call. I mean, this is a day we can all just sort of just be in mourning about the season. You can vent. You can vent via text or call. Aaron just said to me, man, I want to take some calls today. I miss our callers because we, we do so much texting these days. I mean, this show has turned into like teenager stuff. We've got too much texting, not enough calling. I'd like a phone call uh, or two today, but we'll also accept texting, all right, or snapping. Aaron, do you have our Snapchat, our company Snapchat up? Do we have our Instagram? Uh, Aaron, do you have Snapchat, like personally, or is that something? I do. I just I don't ever use You're it. You're kidding. You've got Snap. I didn't know people of our age. I had well, I mean, I, I haven't used snap. it in probably a year. But okay, yeah, Aaron, I'd like to snap. I mean, I don't really want to. to I never got that. the draw of it. I don't know because it disappears. <laughs> well, yeah. oh, that yeah, that's that's it true. Goes yeah, away. Oh. you can't be tracked, Aaron. Okay, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Here's the number: two five four six six two sixteen sixty two five four six six two. 1660. One option I forgot to give you is would you like to get rid of Mike McCarthy? Would that make you feel any better? A new coach, would that give you any more hope? Or is all hope gone? Is all hope gone right now? Now you can text us or you can call us, okay? Don't snap us because I don't even know what that means really. 254 662 1660. That is the CNC Collision Center text line, and that's the Mosley call-in line as well. I don't know. I think CNC Collision owns every line we have here, and that's fine. I like CNC Collision. They can own whatever they want. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton alongside. We're both in studio together. Sometimes we're in separate places. Today, live and in studio, and I get to kind of monitor what Aaron's up to over there. There's a lot of activity Oh, and I got we got flashing lights, Aaron. Let's let's monitor that. I think we have some reports coming in. That must mean something. That flashing light. I like that. Maybe that's a phone call coming in. All right, 254-662-1660. We keep talking Cowboys next. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back in action Saturday, headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Calling all hippies in 
Cowboys, Texas's own Cody Jenks. The baddest independent country artist on the planet. Saturday, March 11th, Extra Co Event Center. Special guests, Josh Malloy and Aaron Viancourt. Tickets on sale now at extracoeventcenter.com and codyjinx.com. Saturday, March 11th, it's time to get loud and heavy with Cody Jinx. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm on watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys cannot get past the 49ers, losing in the divisional round 19 to 12. Cowboys Pro Bowl running back Tony Pollard suffered a left fractured leg last night and will require surgery. That sets up the NFC Championship with the 49ers at the Eagles and the AFC Championship, Kansas City hosting Cincinnati. Both games on Sunday. Baylor women lose at home to Texas yesterday, 68 to 55. Baylor women are off with the midweek bye and will be in Lubbock on Saturday. Saturday. Big money tonight in the Farrell Center. It's a wideout as the Bears host the Kansas Jayhawks. Jayhawks coming off back-to-back losses. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Mavericks lost to the Clippers yesterday, 112-98. Dallas hosts Washington tomorrow night. Dallas Stars host Buffalo tonight at the AAC. Puck drops at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, it's a tough day. Cowboys season has come to a crashing halt. And uh, Dak throws two interceptions in the first half. Didn't get a whole lot better in the second half. Could have had two more interceptions thrown. 
gets outmaneuvered, outdueled by a young quarterback. Brock Purdy from the Big 12. Hey, good news, Aaron. Big 12 producing three of the four uh, quarterbacks in the conference championship games. How about that? There's a there's a happy note today. Does anybody want to call and talk about that? That's fine. That's fine. Okay, we got people texting like crazy. I love this. I love our interaction. And then uh, let's go to the phone lines. I told you I wanted some calls. Again, 254-662-1660 uh, is the number. That's CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Let's go to Ron. Ron has uh, been holding. Ron, what's on your mind? Uh, I understand uh, you have thoughts on uh, which direction the Cowboys should go here. Ron, Ron, man, we Ron called back a couple of times. We held a line for him. And then Ron has got away. Ron, don't let this. I mean, this is a good. This is a good. It's a good crew. Everybody's going to be kind here. Call us back. It's fine. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty is the number. CNC Collision Center text line. Now, Aaron, if I see somebody or Ron or somebody calling back, I'll uh, I'll hold off and let you answer that. But I mean, we're 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 really helping each other today, Aaron. Am I helping you, Eddie? Not really. <laughs> um, take a peek over there, though. You've got the CNC Collision Center text line in front of you. Read me the first. I know we got hit with about eight to ten of these things immediately. Give me the first three or four, and uh, and let me react to those. All right, you're going to notice a recurring theme on these. Leon says Dak needs to go. McCarthy needs to go. Sean Payton needs to come in. Grumpy old fan says, sad Cowboys fan is redundant, which I have to agree. Uh, Tori says, ask you if you think the Cowboys need to clean house. All right, stop right there. I, I, I think, I, 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 don't, I can't imagine them cleaning house. I, I know that's what people want. What does that even look like? I mean, I... They did. Aaron, how many games they win? They win 13 games. I mean, a lot of that gets lost. They did win mm-hmm. a wild card game. They got farther than they did last year. I mean, there are some positive things that have come out of the season. It just doesn't feel like it based on that performance yesterday. For the offense to score 12 points was embarrassing. And for the way it happened, and CD kind of has to do it alone, do we think that Tony Pollard – could have made a huge difference in the second half. Maybe. I mean, he was going to be the whole running game. You know, they finally, I got to credit Mike McCarthy and Kellen. Now, it took them too long, but did you notice that, Aaron, yesterday? They finally just said, you know what? We're going to turn this thing over to Tony Pollard. Well, the poor guy broke his fibula. He's about to be up for money. Now, when you play for the Cowboys and you break something, you suddenly have a ton of leverage. Have you noticed that, Aaron? The quarterback got hurt, Dak Prescott, and ended up with, like, huge money. He's now $40 million quarterback. How did it happen? Well, he got hurt. And you'll remember they used the franchise tag on him. It actually gave him more leverage when he got hurt. Will that happen with Pollard? I think the position is different. It's valued differently. We'll have to look at what the market is. Christian McCaffrey right now has turned down apparently somewhere around. No, no, no. Christian McCaffrey has a good contract. Who was I reading about today, Aaron? Somebody turned down. Barkley? 
Uh, Saquon Barkley, you're right. There was a report that he turned down $12 million a year. What's the highest out there right now? Well, it would be, I think, Christian McCaffrey at about $16 million a year for an NFL running back. That's kind of the going rate. What would you do if uh, for Pollard? Well, the Cowboys have to be careful here because they got into a really bad deal with Zeke, and he became the highest-paid running back, and they would like to move off of that. But right now, sadly, this DAC contract – is there, Aaron, are there a lot? Are, I mean, think. tell me a worse contract. The way this thing looks right now. All the interceptions. Aaron, by the way, he missed five games. He ends up counting playoffs, 17 picks on the year, and he missed five games. I mean, some of these other quarterbacks that had high pick, I mean, they at least played the whole year. I mean, you used to be, back in the day, back in like the 60s and the 70s, people would throw a million picks. It was just kind of the way that things would happen in the NFL, even into the 80s. It doesn't happen now. The great quarterbacks limit their mistakes. They end up at the end of the season with like 5 to 10 interceptions, not 17. Golly, I remember Romo raked him over the coals one year when he went like 26 and 13, 26 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, like too much, too many interceptions. Dak had 17. That was in a full season from Tony Romo. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. You could call us. Ron, are you out there? My gosh. 254-662-1660 on the CNC Collision Center line. Uh, we also have some more text lines coming in. We'll be talking Kansas-Baylor. Uh, I got thoughts on that Oklahoma game the other day. Thank you, Jalen Bridges. Thank you for bail- bailing out the Bears. I don't know what was going on with Keontae George. I don't know. I, I, Keontae was not locked into that game. Can it happen? Yeah, it can happen to anybody. But he was not totally right for that game. I don't know what was going on. The energy level was not there. He wasn't himself. They won anyway because sometimes your teammates have to step up around you, and they did. And Flagler is so awesome. Adam Flagler, I mean, you know, he just he took him off the dribble and he knocks down the long three, bears up by one. They go up by four with 18 seconds left. Aaron, that game about a minute before had looked like Oklahoma was going to win the game. It looked like it was headed that way and Flagler and Bridges just took the thing from them. God, Bridges was unreal and he was willing the guy shot 22% from three this year, and he and he shot that thing from the corner. And Jay Williams or whoever it was doing the game was like doubting him. No, that's a tough shot right there. Boom. He knocks it down. Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm not going to – I'm, I'm going to stop. When Bridges has one of those open threes at the end of the game, I'm going to stop saying no, 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 no. I'm going to start saying yes. Let the man – let the man – he's very willing to step up and shoot that thing. All right, uh, calls and texts continuing to come in. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys lose 19-12. Cowboys season over. Could be losing Kellen Moore. Could be losing Dan Quinn. Would you rather have Dan Quinn as your head coach than Mike McCarthy? Would that make a big difference in your mind? Is that worth something? Is that worth Jerry doing? I mean, is it fair to fire a coach who's now had, what, 12 wins and 13 wins in back-to-back seasons. Well, life's not fair, and coaches have gotten fired for, for lesser things over the years. Is it, would you want to go after Sean Payton? Would that excite the fan base? I think the answer is yes. I think the answer is yes in a big way. Uh, I'd like to hear what you think. 254-662-1660 is the CNC Collision Center 
text line. Aaron, we have conditioned our people to just text like crazy. I kind of want to get them. Today's a day I'd kind of like to hear their voices. But let's go back to the uh, the text line. Give me a give me a few more. Well, there, like I said, there's a common theme. A couple from the two five four, one from the nine zero three, and Brandon from Waco all say get rid of Dak and Jerry. And David says, I know they can't afford to get rid of Dak, but he isn't the answer. Reminds me of Kirk Cousins. He says he's a lifetime Cowboys fan, but he's just not a fan of Dak, obviously, because of the inconsistency. But the common theme is they want Dak gone. They want McCarthy gone. Do we have anything from anybody named Stephanie on there? Can you scroll down? <laughs> I, I've, not that I see. Okay. I, I just tipped off that uh, some Stephanie in sales, perhaps, was checking in. Boy, saw the whole sales staff out front today. I mean, just out there, just knocking deals down. They were. It was great to uh, great to get to visit with them. And uh, what a great what a great crew that is. Uh, okay, Cowboys calls and texts continue to pour in two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Cowboys lose nineteen to twelve. And. Uh, there was there were embarrassing performances throughout that. The thing is, though, Aaron, the defense played well enough to win. Defense, Micah was winning matchups. I mean, he was getting in there on that quarterback. Bully for Purdy, Brock Purdy. I, nobody knew. In, in fact, the, the 49ers didn't even know. He was their third-string quarterback. Think about that. The third-string quarterback for San Francisco beat this huge, like, veteran, supposedly an elite-type quarterback in Dak Prescott. It's awful. Now, does he have better people around him? Yes, he does. But Aaron, Debo and some of those others, Mitchell did a couple of things late. I mean, Kittle did some Kittle-like things. But let's not act like they just got destroyed by all those great weapons that we've talked about. Oh, my gosh, look at McCaffrey. What did McCaffrey end up with? Like 25 yards or something? Maybe he ran for 20 yards and caught passes for 15 or 20 yards. McCaffrey has been unbelievable for them. He did not do anything to the Cowboys. So in, in essence, they did their job. You hold a team to 19 points like San Francisco, you expect to win. Why would Dan Quinn be lining up and, and raising his hand like, please bring me back? I just want to stay. I don't want a head coaching job. I want to stay. Last year, he did that. He made that decision. I love this team. I love Micah. I want to keep building on that. Jerry paid him a lot of money, and they were able to keep him. Egos will force him. Ego will force him to take one of these jobs if he has a chance. And now part part of this depends on where Sean Payton's going to end up. Now, Aaron, I believe today he's with the Panthers. He's going to have a second interview with Denver. They'll all pay huge money. I mean, I don't think the I mean, do you think the Saints want to do a deal with the Panthers? I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't even that doesn't really compute with me. Uh, it just doesn't make sense that they would want to do that deal. And um, we got uh, oh, who do we oh do we have uh, we got somebody calling in? Is this? Uh, it's a, we have Aaron, one of the stars of our morning show. Well, well this is, is that, Stephanie? Is, is that? Uh, oh, I was going to guess Ward. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Stephanie from Cells, uh, sounding off. And, uh, boy, had well, several sales calls to go on this afternoon and uh, really, I mean, pounding the pavement out there for the Mosley Show. 
Uh, Stephanie, does there seem to be a lot of interest out there in the Mosley Show as you kind of go around the neighborhoods of uh, Greater Waco and surrounding areas? Are you finding a lot of people interested? <laughs> Absolutely, Matt. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully we'll have something big to announce here soon, so hang tight. But Ooh. I wanted to call in and comment about yeah. this whole Dallas Cowboy thing. From North Dallas, Cowboy fan my whole life. But here's my thing. Jerry Jones is all about the money, in my opinion. The fans want to see a Super Bowl win, period. End of story. It's the fans who help bring you the money, Jerry Jones. So let's get a new quarterback, take Dak to the train station, and in my opinion, Purdy, get a new coach. There you go. Wow. That's my opinion. Wow. Stephanie, I mean, first of all, uh, I have been watching a little Yellowstone recently, and and if you're going to say the train station i mean that's a little harsh that's a little harsh of a place to take dak (laughs) my goodness i'm not even going to get into what the train station is for people that don't watch yellowstone but let's just be kind about it and say you want them to trade him or or move him him, move off his train and go yeah he can go to the commanders or something just let's get a new quarterback in there <laughs> the so, commanders. <laughs> I promise. I promise. If they trade him to the commanders, they, they'll go win a Super Bowl with him, and it'll come back. Jerry would never do that. But the problem is, Stephanie, the, the the contract is not movable. You can't move that contract, and and the penalty on releasing him would be enormous. And then you'd have to start all over. And I don't think Cooper Rush is the uh, is the answer. But I understand you're not alone. By the way, I mean there are people that are just yeah. like. Be, you're so done with him. And the fact that he came out in that huge of a game and had that deer in headlights look about him, and he's throwing the ball indiscriminately, to use an old Bill Bar- Barcells word, I mean, it's just maddening. I get it. I get it that fans are ready to, uh, to move on. But, Stephanie, you are a forgiving person. The fan base <laughs> is forgiving. And I promise you, by the start of training camp next year, there'll be some kind of forgiveness that takes place. And, and by then, only about 50% of the Cowboys fan base will want to move on from Dak. 50% will have forgiven and sort of gotten behind Dak and realized there aren't any alternatives. Because there aren't. There aren't. I agree with that. I agree with that. However... It gets really tiring of always hearing, well, there's always next year. And I, I feel like, just like you mentioned earlier, it's like we're back with the Tony Romo days, and here we are. So what's the answer? I don't know. But personally, I'd like to see a new quarterback or see Dak step up to the plate and get it done under pressure. That's what you're paid for. Well, they, they used to be called in the 1960s next year's champions. That was, the, yeah. that was what they used to mock the Cowboys with. Maybe they should bring that back. Stephanie, always good to hear from you. I mean, that is Thanks. really uh, – I'll be in studio all the time. If that, if that you know, gets you more involved, you seem to pay a lot more attention to, that, um, to the game time program at 7 a.m., 7 to 9 a.m. And, uh, and anyway, I appreciate uh, – boy, I tell you, you, you have really uh, been a big fan, big supporter, and we appreciate you. You can call any time, okay? All right, Matt. Thanks so much. Have a good one. There she goes. That's how you use the uh, the CNC Collision Center text line. Aaron, did she use a secret line? Did we have like? Does she, they have a? Does no, the she just called have them. a. Oh, okay. I think I just wondered if she if they have like a special hotline for folks. I mean, is Leslie out there? Does Leslie want to call in? Do you think Terry has some thoughts? 
like to hear from Courtney. I just met I just met somebody named Courtney, and I like Courtney does a good job here. I can tell she's back there doing some traffic and doing some tremendous work. All right, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. We carry on, uh, and it's time for Campus Confidential. Enormous college basketball game right here in Waco, Texas tonight. We get you ready for that. we got some college football news and nuggets all next. Recently on. So excited to have this gentleman on with us for the Round Rock Express, Mr. Mike Caps. Well, you've known me a long time, and, and, <laughs> and you know that I, I prescribe myself to the theory that Rogers Hornsby had when somebody asked him, the late Hall of Famer, they said, what are you doing in the offseason? He said, I sit at the window, and I watch seasons change, and I wish to hell baseball would get here quicker. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models, all priced to fit all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm on watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys cannot get past the 49ers, losing in the divisional round 19 to 12. Cowboys Pro Bowl running back Tony Pollard suffered a left fractured leg last night and will require surgery. That sets up the NFC Championship with the 49ers at the Eagles and the AFC Championship, Kansas City hosting Cincinnati. Both games on Sunday. Baylor women lose at home to Texas yesterday, 68 to 55. Baylor women are off with the midweek bye and will be in Lubbock on Saturday. Big money tonight in the Farrell Center. It's a whiteout as the Bears host the Kansas Jayhawks. Jayhawks coming off back-to-back losses. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Mavericks lost to the Clippers yesterday, 112-98. Dallas hosts Washington tomorrow night. Dallas Stars host Buffalo tonight at the AAC. Puck drops at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show right here at ESPN Central Texas. Always fun to uh, visit with you. Thanks for all the... We'll get back into some Cowboys. I mean, dozens of of texts came, came rolling in on the CNC Collision Center text line. Love the interaction. I mean, this is the Mosley Show is an interactive experience. We like to hear from you. We had a couple of callers. Aaron, I think we're a little rusty. I mean, our, we haven't... Uh, we, I, we're going to do that. We're going to do more calls here. And Ron just he, he gave it a couple of goes, then he gave up the ghost. But we'll uh, we'll continue to, to do this. Got a big-time NFL guest coming up at 5 o'clock. We'll get back into what happened to the Dallas Cowboys, the future of the Cowboys, what's going to happen with these coordinators, all of that coming up at 5 o'clock. Aaron, it is time for some Campus Confidential. What's on, uh, what's on the docket today? The new AP Top 25 polls are out on the men's side. Purdue is the new number one with 39 first-place votes, followed by Alabama at number two with 23 first-place votes, the only two schools receiving first-place votes. Houston drops to three after their loss to Temple yesterday. They're followed by Tennessee, and at number five, Coach Jerome Tang in the Kansas State Wildcats. Meanwhile, Kansas... After losing two last week, drops from two to nine. Texas is 10. TCU 11. Iowa State 12. Baylor is up to 17. Unbelievable by Jerome Tang and what he's done to get Kansas State to number five. The win, I thought one of his biggest wins is they had the inevitable letdown. Texas Tech had them down even in the second half, and they closed with a flurry. I was kind of watching that one. Tech is a desperate team. Aaron, I think Tech has fallen to like 0-7. I mean, could they could they equal the unbelievable record that Steve Prom had a couple of seasons ago at Iowa State? Could they go winless? I mean, the great the great Prom, I mean, that takes skill. You know, somebody did that for the Detroit Lions several years ago. Remember when they went winless? I think that was Rod Marinelli, <laughs> the former Cowboys defense <laughs> coordinator, might have been the head coach for their winless season. It takes it takes something special to be able to go winless. I do think Texas Tech at some point will stumble into a win. Uh, I, I, I The Kansas State thing's unbelievable. TCU being 11th. That's how good this conference is. 
Aaron, what's TCU's record in conference? I think it's four and three. I think they have the, basically the same record as the Baylor Bears, and they're sitting there number 11 in the country. That's what playing an incredibly tough schedule will do for you and then beating big-time teams, which they did the other day. Number two, Kansas. That That's uh, that's unbelievable what the Frogs did. They, they go into fog, and, boy, you see that. Have you seen that sign, Aaron? As you walk onto the court, it's like something about pay heed to all who have been here, something along those lines. You know, fear, beware of the fog. And, it, and there's something that's kind of like, oh, gosh, we're going in here. This is tough. Bears finally broke through a couple of years ago and got their first win under Scott Drew there. Jamie Dixon has his first win at TCU uh, at the fog. I mean, they had gone 0 for 11, 0 for 11 since coming back into the Big 12. Couldn't get it done. And they go in there and not only get it done, but blow Kansas off the court. One of the great home court advantages in all of all of sports, college, pro, anywhere. It's a great home court advantage, and, and they just silenced him. And it was like Lampkin, the big, huge dude, and he gets hurt. And then somebody named Cork, just like C-O-R-K. All right, Cork, Xavier Cork comes into the game. Big man, Mikey Miles. Mike Miles from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Miles is faster than – and then there's a guy named Ball. I mean, that, that guy's unbelievable. He's racing up and down the court. Emmanuel Miller – Miles, I mean, Miles and Miller weren't even that great that game. They're two of their best players, and they combined for maybe 20 points. Their bench was unbelievable. That's one thing Baylor's going to have to do throughout the season is to get more and more production out of their bench, and I think you're slowly starting to see it happen with Langston Love and others. Ojan Una uh, is, I think he has the potential to be a pretty decent scorer. He's, Josh has got to focus on the ball, Aaron, and, and, and he's got to get his hands a little better because right now they're trying to throw the ball into him in spots he's not ready for it. First of all, they have to recognize that, that he's not quite ready to, to get the ball in transition like that, but he is a great rim runner, and he's just going to get better. So I think uh, I think we're starting to see some really good things for the Bears, and they won a game on the road with Keontae George having, by his standards, a poor game. Okay, so I think that's a good sign that the guy who's been Superman on the road didn't have to be Superman. He barely scored in double figures. He didn't shoot the ball well. And quite honestly, he just wasn't into the game. And again, that's another issue that they've got to address. I kind of think tonight, with that crowd and the whiteout, the whole thing going, he's going to be way into it. But uh, there's something to watch. Okay, you've got to stay completely engaged in these things. And I don't know what was going on the other day, but it happens. And I bet he'll be, I bet he'll be locked in, ready to roll tonight. And this is the kind of game what he lives for. So I think he'll be just fine. On the women's side, for the first time in the 47-year history of the AP Women's Basketball Poll, no team from Texas is in the top 25. The Texas Longhorns fell out of today's poll, ending an 835-week run that had at least one team from Texas in the rankings. Wayland Baptist, Stephen F. Austin, Baylor appeared in the first poll in 1976. Texas was in last week's poll at number 25. And in between, there had always been at least one Texas team in the poll until now. South Carolina continues to be the unanimous number one team in the country, followed by Ohio State, Stanford, LSU, and UConn. As far as the Big 12, only two ranked teams, Oklahoma at 14 and Iowa State at 18. Bears didn't get it done at home against Texas. Texas will play you 
Uh, they can be extremely tough. They'll go wall to wall with their full court press. It's a suffocating defense. If you turn the ball over, you're in big trouble. And these Bears are just incredibly uh, inconsistent with their shooting. They'll get good shots. Won't, sometimes just don't knock down threes. It's a Texas team that took it to them. They fought back. They kind of got back, and they made it. They put some pressure uh, on Texas, but then Texas pulled away. When I was watching, they got it to like 62-52 and, uh, and didn't look back. Somebody named Rory for them. That's pretty impressive. Vic Schaefer's bunch will get out and get after you. Um, but much like the rest of the league, you just never know. I mean, it's just it's to the point where you have no clue from night to night. I mean, I can tell you probably that TCU is going to lose when they go out there. Other than that, in the women's basketball, Aaron, everybody has a shot. Texas Tech's a little scary at times. Oklahoma's good. Oklahoma State's really good now. Um, it's there for the taking. Obviously, uh, Bears took care of K-State. K-State's had a rough conference slate. But um, this is um, – I'm afraid this team is not going to win the conference title. I mean, I just really don't think that's going to happen, but that doesn't mean they can't make some noise. It doesn't mean they can't turn things around. I mean, Aaron, how much did you see Asia Blackwell the other night? I mean, did you see how much she ended up playing? I think she was in there, got a couple of fouls. Um, Might have been, somebody was telling me like 33 seconds or something. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, she's had some injury issues or trying to, they're trying to go with that. I mean, this is a tough, tough year because uh, Nikki thought she was getting these great players to come in and transfer. And other teams like Oklahoma State uh, has had great transfers come in, and it's flipped their program in a hurry. The Bears have really good young players. They have some good veterans in Bickle and Sarah. And otherwise, they're just struggling. They, they really are. And... Uh, I don't, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know where the help's going to come from. Dre's not going to get to play this year. She'll get to play next year. They need more help. They need to get in the portal. They need to bring more people in. But this team's kind of kind of struggling right now. Now, again, in this conference, they could get on a roll. If you can win five straight games or even four straight games in this conference, you can get right back up there to the top. But they better get it right, and they need to get it right in a hurry. The University of Michigan plans to make renovations to Michigan Stadium that will widen tunnel access on game days, according to a report from Aaron McMahon of MLive.com. The renovations reportedly will remove approximately 45 seats from the stadium in order to make the tunnel more accessible to players and staff on football Saturdays. The decision comes after a review of the stadium architecture following an altercation involving Michigan players with rival Michigan State players last fall, and we all remember that ugly incident that there's video of mm-hmm. of uh, Michigan State players attacking a Michigan player. Yeah, shocking that you would send college football players and 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 kind of jam them all into a tunnel, and <laughs> you expect everything to go well. I mean, this happens. This happens every year. There's always either pregame or, boy, I mean, think about Miami. Think about the old days with Jimmy Johnson's Miami teams. You put them in a tunnel with somebody. Stuff's going to happen. You think Barry Switzer's team with Bosworth and all those people, like, behaved great, like, in in tunnels? I mean, this is, this is kind of funny, though. They almost use this thing to do some kind of expansion. Aaron, if I were Michigan, I'd go ahead and add some suites. Hey, guys. We're going to try to help safety. So let's add some suites. Let's take 45 seats away. And, oh, by the way, while we're doing this, let's have like an end zone complex. 
let's have some let's let's be able to put some more alums up here. I, I these are these are always interesting to me under the guise of <clears throat> hey we're going to expand our tunnel. Aaron, how long has that stadium been there? Probably let's guess like seventy five years or something. I was going to say like eighty one, eighty two years. Okay, would be my so guess. We, you know, this thing's been hanging around seventy years, but here in two thousand twenty three, we're going to wake up and go, oh, these Michigan State players. I can't believe it. I can't believe something happened in the tunnel when you put guys that have been going at it a whole game or halftime and put them right up, you know, right up on each other. What are you going to say? 96 years old. So, yeah, they've had a few years to figure this tunnel, I tunnel this situation. The, I blame this on the original architects. They should have known that players might, you know, get in trouble. You could could have solved this so easily years ago by putting another tunnel, like, somewhere else where they don't have to go down the same tunnel or hold them and don't let them go at the same time. Um, there, were, there were other ways to solve this thing for sure. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Central Texas, and um, man, lots to lots to, to get to here. And uh, Aaron, I guess that's. You have any other things you wanted to share, real quick? We've got all kinds of stuff coming on the text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Did you want to say one more one? I did have one more about Ed Reed and the uh, Bethune Cookman football job. I'm sure you've been keeping up a little bit with. Everything that's going on. Oh, man. It's, if there's it's, one thing I do, it's, chaos. It's, it's it's follow Bethune-Cookman football. Well, but this one had Dion involved mm-hmm. and Ed Reed, a NFL Hall of Famer, who was supposed to take over the job but said that they wouldn't commit the resources. So Bethune-Cookman basically told him, okay, well, then thanks but no thanks, and they are now looking for another head coach for the job. He lasted less than 30 days. Yeah. I mean, I – it's bad. I, I think when you're going to go do something and do something really cool like that, Ed Reed had been at the U at Miami. I mean, not everybody can pull off like the Dion type thing and, and go to a school and just completely change everything. And those historically black colleges uh, and universities, I think that was a, a huge thing, what Dion was able to do. I think he accomplished some good things. I don't really begrudge him for leaving, but – the, the whole Bethune-Cookman, Ed Reed, it seemed like Ed was doing a really nice thing, but once he got in there and realized some of the politics, I mean, they even look at Grambling, what, uh, what they tried to do, Grambling State, in making a hire, and then all the alums got involved and said, oh, you can't do that. There was a lot of backlash. There's just a lot of politics, and if you're going to get involved, you got to be in it for the long haul, and you got to put up with a lot of things that happen. And I think Ed Reed's heart was in the right place, but I, I do think – once he started getting all that blowback, he said, "Enough, enough. I don't. I'd rather hang out." What was his What was his title at the U, Aaron? Wasn't it like the ambassador or something? Like he was kind of like it was almost like the the NBA sometimes will have like positions called like, like the, the ambassador of fun or just weird stuff like that where former players could get involved. He had something at the U where he's basically just able to hang out on the sideline and and have fun. And and I think probably he's like, I, I think I'd rather do that than be the head coach at Bethune-Cookman. Although I would have liked to have seen what Ed would have put together. I mean, that was kind of fun when Dion was getting all those recruits to a place where you didn't get five-star, four-star recruits. All of that was kind of fun. Okay, we got some, we got some uh, NFL to get to. We may be talking to former NFL coach and scout. That is next. Hot, hot. 
Hey everyone, with the Cowboys Playoff Report, I'm Christy Scales. The postseason comes to a skidding halt following yesterday's 19-12 loss at the 49ers. Details after this. on sale now at SeatGeek.com. Live together in Arlington, Texas for the first time ever. Don't miss Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys defense put up a valiant fight in yesterday's 19-12 division around playoff loss at the 49ers, allowing just one touchdown and four field goals. But the Cowboys offense wasn't up to the challenge, managing one touchdown on a Dalton Schultz catch plus two Brett Maher field goals. Two first-half interceptions were costly, and the run game was anemic after Tony Pollard's ankle injury. Zeke Elliott summed up the mood in a somber post-game locker room. Put so much into this game. You put so much, you know, into this, uh, and you come up short. Um, I mean, it's only human to hurt. Dallas finishes the season 13-6, and but it's the 49ers advancing to the NFC Championship game in Philly. Thanks for listening throughout the season. With the final Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308. West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? 
And if you want your house to look good. But what about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two five four. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had four nine two two. Wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. (laughs) From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K two 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 DC Waco, K two six five DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas, and um, boy, it'll be exciting. We're about to have former Cowboys uh, scout and coach on, Glenn Stretch Smith. He's got a lot of things to say about this 1912 loss. Cowboys lose, Cowboys season over, ends, uh, well, 13 wins. There'll be a time for some perspective and Maybe say things like, hey, wasn't that bad of a year? Pretty good year. Today's not that day. All right? Fans don't want to hear perspective. We get that. And we appreciate everybody who's been texting in. Huge response today. We've had people inside our own building trying to get in here and visit. And uh, great, to, great to hear from everybody. Uh, I'll be tonight. I'll be there tonight at the, uh, at the old Farrell Center as the Bears and the Jayhawks get it on, and we'll be uh, monitoring that. And with that, I believe we do have Glenn Stretch-Smith. You used to hear him right here on ESP in Central Texas. Late last night, he was on WFAA Channel 8 trying to make sense of this this Cowboys season and that Cowboys performance. Um, Stretch, do you feel better? about having watched some of the film this morning, you feel any better about the way the Cowboys performed or even worse? No, I, I feel great about it. I'm sitting here right now all shot in the ass, Mosley. What the hell do you want this afternoon? <laughs> of course, it's aggravating. Aggravating to go watch it again. It's aggravating to think about it. It's aggravating as a Cowboys fan to wonder what direction this football team is going to go. It's aggravating to to think about, again, watching the film and and thinking about a guy like Amari Cooper getting out of here who was not even close but was unquestionably the best route runner. And then you think maybe the best route runner on this football team now is a guy who they've only had here five weeks in Hilton. It's Sure, it's aggravating. It's aggravating to know that your defense held that team being IUC, uh, Samuels, Kittle, McCaffrey, hold them to 19 points. And, and, and you can't figure out a way to, to, to win the football game. And, and your quarterback, your $40 million quarterback who you paid, got his, got his ass outplayed by, you know, Mr. Irrelevant in last year's draft, the guy who won, what, eight games at Iowa State? Yeah, it's enough to just – I mean, it is very aggravating, and I'm sure I'm sharing that sentiment with a bunch of Cowboys fans. 
Do you think Jerry, in his private thoughts, is having doubts about Dak, or will he even let himself do that? You work for Jerry. You know how the man thinks. It almost seems like after these games, he's very quick to say, boy, it felt great. I feel like he gives us a great chance. I, it's almost like robotic in a sense that he knows he can't criticize the quarterback. But in his heart of hearts, it's got to be bothering him. Like, like what you just said, they've made that huge commitment because that money affects anything and everything they can do with the rest of the team. And, and Stretch, I, I don't have the contract in front of me, but, I mean, that thing goes at least another two or three seasons with Dak. And, and of course, to get out from under it, you can't really trade him. It would be too big of a penalty to ever release him. There are no options. So, in a sense, you're stuck. And, and it sounds weird, by the way. You're stuck with a, with a guy you won 13 games with, it, but you didn't win 13 games with him, did you, Stretch? You won... You, no, I mean, no. there were five games he didn't play in, so I don't, I don't think it's the proper analysis to look at this thing as if Dak had some kind of great season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you think about him and you think about the what he did, and, and let's just let's just play the last game. I mean, that that that's all we really, in my mind we can really go by it because it was there for the taking your defense played well enough and to see some of the balls that he threw to see some of the reads that he made some to predetermine where you're going with the football. When you throw a seam to CD lamb and he is out there at X receiver with an inside leveraged corner running a go route. And you you don't even take a look at it. I yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's so frustrating as a Cowboy fan. And then to hear him go up to the podium, obviously went over and saw Bucky and got him a new Cowboy hat and walked up to the podium and says, "I have no idea why I, I triple clutched that comeback and threw it there. I don't even understand that. I mean, a comeback throw is a fourteen back to 12 outside the numbers throw. If you're under center, you're throwing it five with a hitch. If you're getting it out of the gun, it's three and it's got to come out. And you're telling me you triple clutched it. And then you decided to let it go anyway. Like, I don't even, I don't even understand that. I, I, I'm like, what did you just say? Are you telling me that you, you don't understand what made your body fire and do that? I, Again, I, I think you got one option here, Matt, and that's like you were saying, you're going to have this quarterback. There, there's nothing you can do about that. But what you better do, I think if you're Jerry, is you better say, okay, I got to get some better route runners around him. I've got to get possibly a better, more uh, precise tight end in here. Uh, you watch Schultz, he's running lazy routes. He's lazy with his feet. He runs, you know, runs, drifts into windows. I just think you've got to really take a look at offensive coordinator. Do you want to bring that guy back as a play caller? Did you get the best out of your court? Did he get the best out of the quarterback? And then you got to get some better route runners in here and some better tight ends because your offensive line played well enough for you to win last night. Your running backs. Zeke's, we know what Zeke is. I mean, he's 
He's, he's on the downhill slide. But your defense puts you in position to win the football game, and the guy who takes the lion's share of the money from a payout standpoint is the quarterback, and, and, and he, he put that effort out there. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where I'm sure Jerry's probably over there in a the duck blind in, in Stuttgart, Arkansas. Try, he, he's trying to figure it out right now as we talk, mostly. I'd like to be in a duck blind right now. I mean, that's a place I feel very comfortable. And uh, there in Stuttgart, Arkansas, I'd kind of like to hole up with Jerry, ask him some questions. I think it could be good therapy for Jerry to just have me kind of lead him through the thought process. Talking to Glenn Stretch-Smith, former Cowboys scout and coach, on the Matt Mosley Show on a day when the Bears are getting ready to play the Kansas Jayhawks. Top 10 team coming in here. They're going to get it on. At the Farrell Center. Stretch, this is a game. You like some hoops. I'd like to see you tonight, 8 o'clock, ESPN. I'd like to see you invest some time in this. I think you would enjoy that. Now, let me ask you this. Is Jerry tempted at all to get involved in the Sean Payton sweepstakes? Or is that thing just too far down the road? You've got Denver going for a second uh, interview. You've got the Panthers closing in. They're willing to put up a lot, and they've got more to offer in terms of draft picks. How do you see the Sean Payton thing playing out, and is there any part of Jerry that's tempted to get involved? Uh, No, I don't think so, Matt. I I, I don't think so. I don't think Jerry's going to want to give up, you know, a number one draft pick plus to the Saints, which is what it's going to take. I don't think that Jerry – you know, there are reports out there, whether they're true or not, that Sean Payton is looking for around $20 million a year. I don't believe that Jerry's going to want to pay that for a head coach. And I say that, and then the question is going to be, well, you know, do you think that Jerry's thinking about what he's going to do with his head coach? I do believe he's doing that. And I think he's probably thinking, do I need to, you know, does there need to be a change here? Do I need to? You know, do I really want to lose uh, Dan Quinn to possibly the Denver Broncos? Is, is there a scenario here where I could, where I could make uh, uh, Schottenheimer, who's on the staff, could, could, you know, could I? And he's been an offensive coordinator multiple places. Could he come in and be the offensive coordinator? Could I make Dan Quinn the head coach? I'm sure he's thinking about what he could do with all of those pieces. Uh, I, I'm saying guys that are under contract. So I do believe that he's thinking about where to go with his football team. I think he's thinking, did Kellen Moore get the most out of, you know, a quarterback that I'm paying that kind of money to? And I'm sure he's going to look at every one of his scenarios. Evidently, he's already canceled his radio radio spot tomorrow on uh, 105.3, the fan in in Dallas. I'm sure sure he – with him canceling that – yeah, I'm sure he, he is not ready to answer questions, and he's thinking about what moves and what moves he needs to make in order to, you know, to get this franchise back. Because, again, I mean, it's a good football team. The Dallas Cowboys are a damn good football team. And, and the fact that you didn't get to the NFC championship game, uh, it, it troubles him. And, and – there's no question that 
there's going to be move there there will be moves that will be made and I'm sure he's you know he's talking with Stephen and like I said I could see you in a duck blind with him over there mostly with that haircut you're sporting right now you could, could kind of just if it rained a little bit or snows a little bit like we might get around here it might just roll right off of you you'd be you'd be you'd be comfortable in there for sure Boy, Aaron in here, producer Aaron liked that comment. I mean, he's looking at me right now. Hair is a little long, a bit shaggy. Uh, and I thought about just wearing a ball cap over to the Farrell Center tonight. But I've got some product. I'm going to try to clean it up a little bit and have a very presentable look. Because when I go in there to question Scott Drew, I don't want, you know, kind of a shaggy look. I feel like I need to. I need to, to look presentable. Well, uh, Stretch, I tell you, it's always up. I think Aaron I- – Matt, I think Aaron at one what didn't he go to one of those Jose Air schools? I mean, maybe he could, maybe he could, you know, style it up for you a little bit. I'm not going to let Aaron get a hold of my hair because I'm afraid he might do to me what he's done to himself, which is to go Mr. <laughs> Clean. He's got the Mr. Clean look, and you know he's got a nice got a nice dome, so he could pull that off. Stretch, as you know, I've been in many accidents. One of those accidents includes an enormous gash on the top of back of my head. I do not need to be throwing down a bald look. But uh, I tell you, boy, it was good to, good to see you the other night, Stretch, as we celebrated one of our old buddies uh, turning 80 years old, uh, Randy Galloway. That was, really, that was really quite a production, and it was good to be with you in that. Uh, and I appreciate you stopping by this season. It'll be an interesting offseason season to say the least, and uh, look forward to being in yeah. touch with you throughout. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it will be, and and, and Mosley, our, our paths will cross again somewhere. You go uh, someday. Go see if you and, Gary, you and Gary Moss go get you a couple of barbecue sandwiches and head over there to the hoop game tonight. I'm sure y'all will. It is, what, by the way, is Barfield off the love boat? Is that cruise back in yet? Yeah, I wish we could play some of that music for you. Uh, it did come into shore. And had a great trip. Got to visit with him today. And uh, he is uh, focused as he could ever be. And he's rested, relaxed, and he was firing on all cylinders today. So he's in good shape. I wish I, I'd like to share with folks what I heard earlier today when you pulled into a Dairy Queen and you got that order. And I didn't get to hear the actual order, but I did hear the, the young lady say to you, Sir, repeat the order back to you. She said, Five tacos and I think a large Dr. Pepper. And I thought, man, that is that is an interesting order. And I got to tell you, I used to be a fan of the Dairy Queen growing up in Kaufman County. The Dairy Queen enchiladas were not bad. Um, had a pretty good, pretty good enchilada dinner there. And then I, I, I can almost right now taste those tacos. It's like a... Oh, okay. yeah, it's a different... They fit. Yeah. Mostly the fact that they could fit five of them in a box. I mean, it really is. I mean, it was, I don't want two boxes. I want five of them in one box. And I mean, they, they, you know, you, you heard me ask for some extra taco sauce. So, you know, I'm glad you got to share that with your audience today. And, and I'm sure Aaron right now, he's thinking about going and hitting the trifecta over there at the, at the DQ for some Here. tacos. So uh, it, it should be an interesting night for him. Tell him to chase it down with a couple of, couple of tums too. It, 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 it comes, it comes, it makes it, make, makes it a little easier. Aaron does not have the kind of strong stomach that we do. I mean, we can get away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> I came rolling in today 
needing something and just basically bought out a Panda Express over here. I, I went in there and said, I need about, f-. they said, well, you, you can get one of these and one of these. I said, what about four of these and four? I, I kind of came in there pretty strong. And I've, and I, and it's, and if they don't have an egg roll for me, that's a problem. I like to have the egg roll, even if I have to order it a la carte. I like a good egg roll, although the chicken egg roll is a weird thing. I don't, I don't really like the thought of the chicken in there. I just like a regular egg roll. All right. Good stuff, Stretch. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, there he goes. There he goes. Glenn Stretch Smith. Uh, he's not he, big on goodbyes. He was gone. No, he's not. You should try talking to him like on a regular phone call. He just he he'll get what he needs to say, and you you feel like you're going to do the the normal kind of goodbye, and he's just gone. I mean, like a thief in the night. He just he just takes off. All right, uh, lots to get to, and we do have. I mean, do you want to hear from Mike McCarthy? Don't answer that. Do you want to hear from Dak? Yeah. Don't answer that one either. How about Jerry? We're going to let you hear from some of the big players, Cowboys royalty, and then we'll react. I mean, if you're upset and you want to express something, this is a safe space, okay? You can text in. We've had a ton of text messages today, 254-662-1660, And if you want to call in, I mean, we'll put you right on the air, okay? And, uh, and we're very kind, and we'll have a nice conversation. All right, we'll do it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics. Plus, it's a big Monday wide out tonight in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Baylor Bear Basketball Tonight. Here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with the deal of all deals. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on the new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with second and third row seating options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Alan Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Busy weekend in Baylor Athletics. Baylor women's basketball dropped a 68-55 decision to Texas yesterday afternoon in the Farrell Center. Baylor drops to 13-6 on the season. They're 4-3 in Big 12 conference play. They're off until they head to Lubbock to play Texas Tech on Saturday. 
Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the Baylor men knocked off Oklahoma in a thriller in Norman on Saturday, 62-60 the final score. It's the fourth straight win in a row for Scott Drew and the Bears in Big 12 Conference play. Well, another Big 12 game. Uh, if you're watching Big 12 basketball, I guess you just got to turn it on in the last minute. <laughs> I know uh, uh, really proud of our team's effort. I thought uh, um, uh, Porter really had, had guys competing hard, playing, and uh, uh, they really made everything tough for us. Um, we didn't shoot it well, but I'm going to credit them for their defense. And I thought uh, really credit our guys for when they're not uh, when you're shooting 36% and 35% from three, which were normally better. It didn't affect our defense second half, and we needed all that. We did a great job on the glass. Um, obviously, uh, it helps when you got someone like Adam uh, uh, closing games, and he'll take tough shots and down the stretch make them. Um, but he also make the right pass down the stretch, and you love having uh, a guy you can trust like that. Scott Drew and Baylor basketball back in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. It's Big Monday as the Bears host the Kansas Jayhawks in a matchup of the last two national champions. It's a whiteout tonight for Baylor and KU. We're on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8, here on ESPN Central Texas, television tonight on ESPN. Also, from the weekend, Baylor women's tennis with a couple of victories now back in action today, hosting Rice at 10 a.m. DePaul this afternoon at 2. And men's tennis with three victories, then a 4-0 loss at number 1 Virginia on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on all new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations, plus you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys cannot get past the 49ers, losing in the divisional round 19 to 12. Cowboys Pro Bowl running back Tony Pollard suffered a left fractured leg last night and will require surgery. That sets up the NFC Championship with the 49ers at the Eagles and the AFC Championship, Kansas City hosting Cincinnati. Both games on Sunday. Baylor women lose at home to Texas yesterday, 68 to 55. Baylor women are off with a midweek bye and will be in Lubbock on Saturday. Big money tonight in the Farrell Center. It's a whiteout as the Bears host the Kansas Jayhawks. Jayhawks coming off back-to-back losses. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Mavericks lost to the Clippers yesterday, 112-98. Dallas hosts Washington tomorrow night. Dallas Stars host Buffalo tonight at the AAC. Puck drops at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, getting you ready for a big night of college basketball. Kansas and the Bears getting it on. Everybody from ESPN is in town, ready for this thing. And uh, Jayhawks are a desperate team. Aaron, I can't even, I'm sure somebody's done this, Elias or whatever, but uh, that was the first time since like 1981 or something crazy like that that they'd won back-to-back games in the state of Kansas, what they just suffered, one at home and one over at K-State. And three straight Big 12 games would be some kind of just crazy record. I, I just I cannot imagine that ever happening in the Bill Self era. Text me if that's happened. I mean, that'd be a good trivia question. But uh, I, that, to me, has never happened, something along those lines. And uh, I'm just kind of stunned uh by by all of that thinking through that uh that is just that is just wild all right Aaron uh let's do this let's listen in on a little bit of what happened in the aftermath of the Cowboys 1912 loss to the 49ers uh an embarrassing performance defense did its job for the most part they did allow that long drive and there were some moments where I think some people have trouble with Trayvon Diggs he's a great player this year, he had some moments where he seemed to turn down tackles, turn down contact. He's a little like Dion in that area. 
And in a one play, when George Kittle was bouncing things around and tipping the ball to himself, it looked like he could put put the hurt on him. And who knows what that would have been like across the middle. And he just whiffed. Just kind of went right past him. And uh, Cowboys had so many opportunities, including that uh, recovery that Kelvin Joseph caused on the special teams. I mean, that was really a good moment for the Cowboys, and they couldn't get in there and get it done. Cowboys lose 19-12. to The season is over. Our people have been texting like crazy today. Aaron, let's, uh, let's keep an eye on it. The CNC Collision Center text line, let's give them their, their uh, platform, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. What do you want done? You want Dak out? That's not going to happen. Do you want McCarthy gone? Eh, there's a better chance of that happening. Do you want Kellen Moore out? There's a better chance of that happening. There are some things that could happen. The Dak being gone is not going to happen, so it's not really worth wishing for, but I think right now 75% of all Cowboys fans, or maybe 80% today, are feeling like anybody but Dak. Get us Cooper Rush back in there. Please, anybody. Got those 17 interceptions. There are five games he didn't even play in. Five games you don't play in, and you throw 17 interceptions, including the playoffs, and you have that kind of performance with that on the line. That's a tough, that's very, very tough to stomach for a lot of Cowboys fans. All right, let's go to the head coach first. A lot of times we start with Jerry. And both people are like, why do you start the owner? Why can't the head coach talk? Well, let's let's hear from, this is what Mike McCarthy, Cowboys head coach, had to say after the loss. I think really as a whole today, um, you know, you had two teams just battle, you know, battling out. We knew it was going to be a slug slug fest, and, you know, we just didn't quite, you know, just quite do enough. I mean, it's, you know, you can go through the statistics, the, you know, the, the decisions and, you know, um, I thought defensively, you know, we, we did a really good job, you know, for the most part. But, yeah, would we like to have a couple more stops? Yes. We, did we need more third down conversions on offense? Yes. We could have used that to red zone production. So, obviously, just extremely disappointed. Um, you know, this is this has been um, an incredible journey, you know, with this with this group of men. And, yeah, we, we just we came up came up short tonight to a, to a very good football team. Boy, it's a journey that ended with a giant thud right there in San Francisco or Santa Clara, wherever they are, like an hour outside the city center forever. It's way longer than Arlington is from Dallas. Uh, But there they are, the 49ers out there at Levi Stadium uh, taking down the Cowboys with a rookie quarterback that was taken in the seventh round. The last pick. And that rookie quarterback outperformed Dak Prescott. All he had to do to outperform him, by the way, was not turn the ball over. And he made some great throws. I mean, there were a couple throws, Aaron, like on a seam route. I remember when he hit Kittle. I think it was Kittle. I mean, he just threw a gorgeous ball. He's back there, hits his back foot. Ball comes ripping out of there on a third and 16. I don't know why they were giving him so much cushion out there. I think it was Ayuk on that play. Hits him on like a 16-yard a out. It's third and 16. And, and, and by the way, that play had great protection. Okay, we talk about Micah had a tremendous game. He really did. He put on, they put plenty of pressure on the guy. It, but yet he stood up and he kept hanging in there and playing. And you got to respect Brock Purdy. All right. I mean, Matt Campbell had Brees Hall and Brock Purdy, Aaron, and won seven football games at, at Iowa State. And we acted like he was the greatest coach ever. That's why you got to watch it. You start doing seven, eight year contracts with these coaches, like, hey, well, are we sure? Are we sure this is the guy? 
And uh, Matt Campbell's kind of one of those guys. I like him. I like his attitude. I like his dedication to Iowa State. I mean, I really do like what he's done there. But, my gosh, he had Purdy. Purdy looks unbeatable now. All right, let's check in with the incomparable owner of the Dallas Cowboys. And this is where it gets a little curious. This man's conditioned and wired to always have his quarterbacks back. And that's okay. I mean, he kind of has to has to do that, but that leads you to saying things that sort of challenge your the whole thought process. Okay, what do you think, Jerry, of uh, of Dak Prescott and and sort of your trust level in uh, in confidence level in Dak? With uh, uh, Dak at quarterback, I thought we had a chance to. Uh, get to and compete at the top level in this in this tournament. I really did. And uh, that was our edge here tonight. Uh, the, uh, I thought the quarterback and the experience of the quarterbacks, uh, they might have had a little edge and, and uh, an area that there. But still, I thought our quarterbacks were the edge. Uh, and we uh, got after that and tried to expose that. Uh, we, uh, to their credit, they made some plays. All right, got after that, and he tried. They thought they were going to make Brock Purdy look bad. And they really did. You can tell from what Dan Quinn told reporters and what Jerry's saying now, they thought they had a major advantage, and yet they go in there, and their quarterback, their experienced quarterback, tosses two interceptions. You know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't always play great in the postseason. But Aaron, you know the thing about Aaron Rodgers is, how many times has he been to NFC title games? Over and over and over again, right? And he and he and he and he's been to a couple of Super Bowls. He won one of them. I mean, I, but I bet he's been to how many NFC title games in his career? Six, five, seven, something like that. He's been to a ton of them, and and he, you get the sense that Dak's never going to get to one. And and while you want him to get there and win it all and all those kinds of things, there is something to getting there putting yourself in position time and time again. And I, I these quarterbacks that get their teams to the NFC or AFC title game like on a repeated basis over and over and over again, I'm impressed. I don't care to say, oh, he's only won one Super Bowl. How would you like to be able to say that about Dak? How great would that feel like? Well, Dak only won one Super Bowl. Aaron, if that happens, I think Dak's career will be unbelievable. I think it'll be fine. I mean, Flacco is a made man in Baltimore forever because they won the one Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer the same way. These guys that have just won, oh, he just won one Super Bowl. Well, Peyton Manning had only won one. He went to another team and was able to get another one. I mean, it's just remarkable when you think about all these things um, and look at these quarterbacks throughout the years. He went to Denver and won another one. He'd only won one with the Colts. Eli, his brother, wins two with the Giants. And that's the thing. That's why it's so precious when you get there. Aaron, think about that. 2007 Giants, 2011 Giants. When they got in the tournament, they did it. They won. Now, you say, well, it's been a while now. Well, sure it has. But at least they won a couple. Like in this millennium, Cowboys haven't done anything since 1996. It's been a long, long time. That's why generations of these Cowboys fans don't even know anything about this. They just all they cheer for is the star and just the fun nature of who the Cowboys are. And um, and quite honestly, what they are is a team that just sort of exists on its past. And and they remain relevant because they're great salespeople. 
They really are. They're tremendous salespeople because they've gotten their brand to stay strong despite not doing anything. I mean, going 30 years, basically, or 27 seasons without really doing anything. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty good branding. And, of course, that was on the backs of the great teams from the 90s. And then, of course, Stallback and everybody that came before that. That's how you do that. Uh, good for Jerry for somehow always being in the middle of things, but bad for Jerry for getting it done one period very early in his ownership and never getting back there again. It's, it's really basically the Cowboys are a lot like the Commanders. Now, the Commanders are embarrassing on a lot of levels, but the Cowboys, from a winning standpoint, look a lot like that. All right, let's um, let's let's also, let's go to Dak now. Um, and and again, Dak is great press conference guy. Well, if you need a quarterback that'll stand up there after a couple of interceptions, he is your man. I'm accountable. This is ridiculous. I can't do this anymore. He's your guy. But if you need somebody to actually go out there and not throw the interceptions, he doesn't seem to be your guy right now. Didn't get it done last year. Didn't get it done this year. What are you going to do next year? You're going to run it back because you've got no recourse. And the Cowboys are right now stuck with Dak Prescott. It sounds weird to say because the guy puts up great numbers from time to time, but they are kind of stuck with him. I mean, you think if they could, if they could go do something else, they wouldn't try to do it right now. All right, let's listen to Dak um, as he talks about, uh, you know, trying to take responsibility for what happened. Yeah, I mean, I've got to play better than I did tonight. Simple as that. Uh, they're all independent. Um, can't, can't take one one from the other or think about that. But all I can think about is right now in this game and how disappointed it is. How disappointed I am in my play. How disappointed I am for the guys in the locker room who played their who played their asses off and we weren't able to get it done. All right, there he was. weren't able to get it done. Um, I got to think some people on the defense look over there at the offense and go, "What else are we supposed to do?" I, I wonder to myself if. If Dan Quinn is dying to return to a team where they hold uh, the opposing team to 19 points and they still can't get it done, Cowboys go out there and score 12 points, it's it's really kind of an embarrassment to the organization that they have to come out, there's nothing they can do, there's no recourse, and all they can do now is try to build around Dak. Now, you could give him more. Gallup was not up to the task this year. T.Y. Hilton was kind of a last resort type deal. They, they just didn't know his, uh, Brown's a nice player, but he's no kind of answer to all this. He just does some kind of dirty work. They, they do need to find a way to restructure this thing and to give Dak more help. And this thought that, oh, let's go, let's blow these people out. I talk to people all day today. Aaron, they're like, get rid of him. Do something with Dak. It's not happening. It's not realistic. There's nowhere to go with him. This is going to be Dak and CD's show for the foreseeable future. Now, how long will Pollard be out? And could this have been a weird break? Well, that's I don't I didn't mean that. This sounds like I'm making some kind of bad pun. Could this be something that could play in the Cowboys' favor? This injury that he suffered now, well, possibly because if they want to do a deal, a make good, like hey, come here for a year. Uh, prove it or, or do some kind of, um, you know, uh, put the franchise tag on him. This might, this probably kept him from getting huge money on the open market because I don't know, uh, you know, I was talking to um, our uh, Dr. Lance Ellis, who's with us from Ascension Providence, 
uh, and does such a great job, and he had some thoughts on this. It's hard to say exactly when Pollard will be get, you know be ready to go. But Aaron, this was a tough, this was a tough deal for Pollard to see this happen at this point in his career when he has a huge chance, when he has a huge opportunity to 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 cash in. And now I don't know if he's going to be able to do that. All right, we got Cowboy, we got the uh, we got the Bears getting ready to strap it on tonight against Kansas. Aaron, Kansas comes in as the most desperate team in the Big 12. Aaron, is that accurate to say? Because I guess technically Texas Tech might be the most desperate since they're like 0-7, but Kansas never loses two games in a row. The thought of them losing three games in a row is almost incomprehensible. I think they're going to get a great effort. I thought the other day watching Kansas and TCU, I kept wondering why TCU uh, was able just to shred them. Part of, partly is because they've got unbelievable athletes. They can run past you, and they can jump over you. They're incredible, but Kansas helped. Tell you what, Grady Dick, who's a tremendous young player, freshman phenom, shot them out of the game. I mean, he played hero ball. I'm going to shoot us back into the game. I'm going to, no matter what, I'm going to keep shooting threes. And that's amazing that Bill Self did not sit his rear down and say, stop shooting all these threes. This is not what we need right now. And the, and the young man absolutely shot them out of the game. Um, that was a huge win at OU the other day. But neither team played particularly well. Uh, I, I hated it because... I wanted Keontae to go in there and have a nice game, and he seemed detached from that game. I don't know what was going on. I mean, Aaron, the thing I love, his own grandmother. If you follow her on Twitter, which I do now, she put all these emojis out there trying to explain what was going on with Keontae. Mrs. George, the grandmother of Keontae, I love it. She's a great follow out there, and she just did not think he was locked in either. We agree, Mrs. George. Um, And I like the commentary from her. He's got to be locked in from the start today. There, Kansas has had some players like Keontae. Wiggins comes to mind that would, uh, would McLemore, Ben McLemore comes to mind. They like to kind of go over to the corner, and they were phenomenal athletes, but they could at times disappear in games. This guy, Keontae, has to stay engaged and stay in the flow of the game. And if he doesn't hit some shots early, stay and and focus on his defense and and, and passing the ball. One thing that bothered me about that Oklahoma game, even in a win, uh, Aaron, did you see the uh, assists? I mean, it was crazy. I think it was Flagler who ends up with five assists. Aaron, the rest of the Baylor Bears, the rest of the team uh, combined for one assist. One assist in that game. Bears finish with six assists. I mean, that just flew off the that, that just flew off the, the radar at me that that, that that happened. Aaron, do we have time for any text lines or do we need to we need to we need to get to Okay. All right, Aaron, I'm I see I gotta I gotta be in the studio more with you. I don't understand your your hand signals sometimes. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas in here with Aaron Sexton. It is time for the dismount we got to say good night maybe a couple of uh, text lines for you we've had a lot of great uh, text messages we'll sign off say good night to you we'll do it next matt mosley weekdays at 4 p.m on espn central texas 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines start a conversation with a specialist at ascension medical group providence orthopedics and sports medicine tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you we are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash texas ortho Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys cannot get past the 49ers, losing in the divisional round 19 to 12. Cowboys Pro Bowl running back Tony Pollard suffered a left fractured leg last night and will require surgery. That sets up the NFC Championship with the 49ers at the Eagles and the AFC Championship, Kansas City hosting Cincinnati. Both games on Sunday. Baylor women lose at home to Texas yesterday, 68 to 55. Baylor women are off with a midweek bye and will be in Lubbock on Saturday. Big money tonight in the Farrell Center. It's a whiteout as the Bears host the Kansas Jayhawks. Jayhawks coming off back-to-back losses. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Mavericks lost to the Clippers yesterday, 112-98. Dallas hosts Washington tomorrow night. Dallas Stars host Buffalo tonight at the AAC. Puck drops at 7.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On Samuels, by the way, that uh, kickoff 20 
2023 with a bang at the start something new sales event get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on all new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds. I love, I got the Grand Cherokee, love driving it. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across the entire inventory. Remember, if you don't uh, see what you want, you can build that custom dream vehicle today. Start something new sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We are saying good night to you. And, you know, tonight's game, I, I got to think Bears are, well, this is a tough one because K- Kansas has so much. Both teams have a lot to play for, but they are about to face a desperate, scrappy Kansas team. This, to me, is like a pick type game. going to be so much fun. We'll react to it tomorrow, beginning at 4 o'clock. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks to everybody who weighed in today. We will see you tomorrow on the Matt Mosley Show. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas.